give our drama team a big hand. Thank you, guys. God bless you. Miss Barbara, you still here? She's still here. Will you stand up? That's Miss Barbara Nelson right there. She wrote that and directed it. The uh, Christmas, the Christmas drama you saw wrote all that. The music, the whole. I, we're so blessed to have that lady in our church, man. We just love her. So when you see Miss Barbara, you you uh, tell her how much you appreciate her. And listen, if you've got some uh, abilities in that area, whether it's backstage helping out or right on front, we want to know about that. We want to know all about your gifts and talents. We're going to talk a little bit today about the future of our church and the vision. It's the first Sunday of the new year. We thought it'd be a good Sunday to let you meet the members of our staff. A couple of them are not up here, but they'll be coming up a little bit later. One of our staff members is off on a trip, but you get to see him all the time. So we'll talk about him in just a minute. We're just glad all of you are here. Some of you are probably in the process of finding a church home, and uh, it might not be God's will for you to be here. There might be a church somewhere else who needs you more, and God's plan is for you to be there with them and, and help them. But it also might be God's will for you to be here, and we just um, want to help you make that decision. Um, you know, different churches do things in different ways. Um, there are different uh, styles of worship. Different uh, core values. Churches have different core values. And we just want to let you know what ours are and see if they might flow with you and, and what you want your life to be all about. But here's how we really, really feel very sincerely. We want God to put the people here he wants here. And uh, until you're confident about that, we uh, certainly don't expect any kind of commitment or membership here at the church. And... Um, we want you to get that from God, get that direction from God. Does that make sense? Amen, amen. We just don't put a lot of pressure in that area because we're so sensitive uh, to wanting to make sure we um, lead you to do what God wants you to do. Let's read from the Bible, Acts chapter 2, verses 41 through 47. If somebody asks you what kind of church is Whitley Church, don't start saying uh, we're this and this and that. Just take them to the Bible. And go, you know what? Our pastor says that Acts 2, 41 through 47, it is the picture of a healthy church. There are going to be a lot of words in here that I'm going to say that I'd love to preach on and talk about. You know how much I love preaching. But we got to just flow through this. But I am going to point out a few key words as we go through this. The Bible says those who believed, the word believed, faith, believed what Peter, their pastor in a sense, Peter was like the pastor of the the leader of this group. So they believed, those who believed what Peter said were baptized. If a person is baptized, that means they've come to Christ. And that's what we're all about here. Now I want to say this. We, we love it when people join our church. We love it when you become a member. We love it when you volunteer. We love it when you give and tithe and put your money in the offering. We appreciate all that. And we love it. But hey, conversion from, from a life that is not following Jesus to accepting Jesus as your personal Savior, that is top priority. It doesn't matter what else you do. If you have not received Christ, then my friend, you are without him in your life. And you can get involved in a church and work and, like I said, give money, join the church, whatever. But that doesn't make you a child of God. You have to be adopted into the family of God, and you're adopted into the, the family of God when you receive the work of Jesus, his death on the cross, his resurrection, 
and you receive the person of Jesus into your life as your personal Savior. If you've not done that, we would love to pray with you today before you go home and help you to come to know him. So they were baptized, which means they were converted, and added to the church about 3,000 souls. So a healthy church is going to be a growing church. They joined with the other disciples. Notice that phrase, joined with the other disciples. Nobody's an island. We all work together. And they devoted themselves. It takes commitment, devotion, selling out, giving your life to what? The apostles' teaching. And where did that come from? The Bible, the Word of God. We're all about the Bible here at Whitley Church. It says they were also devoted to fellowship. Pastor Andy will talk about that in a minute. But we want you to connect with other people in the church. It's very difficult to do in a church this size. So we've created some ways that you can get to know some people and have friends. Pastor Andy, again, will talk about that. Sharing. So, so teaching, fellowship, sharing in the Lord's Supper. And so we're not here to just say, mine, mine, we share. We bless each other. When you're up and I'm down, you bless me. When I'm up and you're down, I bless you. We bless each other. We share with each other in the Lord's Supper. And then there's another key word, uh, and in prayer. Prayer is an essential part. The conference is coming up in a couple of weeks, a prayer conference. We're going into prayer and fasting. These are the marks of a healthy church. The Bible says as a result of all this, a deep sense of awe came over them all. That means they just knew God was with them. I want us to always have that sense as a church that we know God is with us. And the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. One of the ways you know God is with your church is when stuff happens you can't explain. When stuff happens you can't explain. There's a lady sitting right over here who um, recently uh, did not know if she was even going to survive. She had a surgery. The surgery went wrong. Things were not working out. We went to her house on Christmas Day. We anointed her and prayed for her. And she's sitting in the service this morning. A miracle right there. Can you just give a hand to uh, Sheila, Sheila, McClellan, Sheila. And uh, those kind of things happen. Sheila, I'm sorry, I'm old. Those kind of things happen when, when God is with a church. And the people said amen. amen. Miracles, signs, and wonders. And all the believers met together constantly. I think we got that one down pat, don't y'all? And uh, they shared everything. There's that word again. They sold their possessions. Now, this might be a new concept to you guys, but that's kind of what we want y'all to do is sell everything you got, give the money to the church. How about, no, that's not what we're asking for there. What that means is they loved each other. They cared about each other. And if they had to sell something to bless a brother or sister in the church, they were willing to do that. So it's a whatever-it-takes attitude that makes a church healthy. So they sold their possessions, shared the proceeds with those in what? In need. And then it says they worship together. And we just did that, didn't we? We worship together. But worship isn't just church. It's seven days a week at the temple each day. And here it is. They met in homes. And that's going to, we're going to talk about uh, connect groups, small groups that meet in homes. We have those here at the church for the Lord's Supper. There's that word shared again. They shared their meals. Everybody say meals. Glory. Getting ready for one, aren't you? And then right after meals, great joy. Hallelujah. Do y'all feel that way right after Bojangles? There's just great joy, isn't there? <laughs> and uh, so they had meals and there was joy. I think a church that is healthy is a happy church. Yeah. 
Amen? Where you come in and people are just smiling and happy to see you and welcome you. I don't know if y'all found that today, but I did. When I came in, everybody was, you know, and I know some people who are really going through some tough stuff. But when they get to church, they're like, you know what? I praise God, Pastor, good to see you. And, you know, we just love on each other and pray each other through stuff. So joy and then generosity. And we teach this all the time. If God can get it to a church or he will get it to a church, if he knows he can get it, what? Through the church. So we got to be generous. All the while praising God seven days a week and enjoying. Don't you think you ought to enjoy church? I, you know what? I thought for years you just had to endure it. You know, uh, but you don't. Church can be joyful. It can be something you enjoy. Did y'all just enjoy the skit, the play? Well, l- listen, I enjoyed it, but I also got nailed, didn't you? I mean, guys, didn't I kind of heard a word there? You know, failure, you got to lead Millie right. You got to lead her in the right direction because she doesn't have to follow you into sin. She doesn't have to follow you into doing the wrong things. And, and so while we're enjoying it, we're also being corrected and convicted. I think that that's all a balance. It's not one big party. Although we do laugh and have a good time, there are times when you leave convicted about sin in your life. There are times when you leave challenged to go up further and get closer to God. And then the the goodwill of all the people, that talks about in the community that your church is looked on with favor. That people say, you know, Whitley Church is a church. I don't go there necessarily. I don't attend Whitley. But, you know, that's a church that, uh, that reaches out. They're a blessing to our community. So we want that. We want that reputation. And each day the Lord added to their group. That's the result. The result is that the Lord adds to the group. The church grows. But they don't just grow in number because we're not about numbers. We're about ministry and change lives. It says those who were what? Saved. Saved. That means converted. That means you, people came to Christ. How many of you know that you can have a big church that is unhealthy? Just because the church is big doesn't mean it's healthy. And so what we want is health. That's our first goal is a healthy church. And Jesus said, if you lift me up so you'll have a healthy church, he said, don't worry about the numbers. I will what? I'll draw them. I'll draw the people. You lift me up. Don't lift up the pastor. You, you ever been in one of these churches when you walk in the foyer, there's this huge picture of the pastor and his wife. And I'm not dogging that, but I'm just saying um, if people walked in Willie, you know, and this big old picture of me, their first reaction will be, ah! And uh, so <laughs> it's about Jesus. We lift up Jesus, and Jesus will draw the people in. Now, numerical growth demands that we broaden our leadership base, and it demands that we broaden our volunteer base. Now, some of you are here, and you're enjoying church. It's time for you to step in. It's time for you to come down out of the bleachers and get in the game. I was a football player when I was in high school, um, Charles B. Acock High School, Green Central. I went to both of those schools. It took a lot of schools for me. I was in both of those schools. I played tailback. Every time I ran out on the field, they said, get your tailback on the bench. But, <laughs> but I was on the team. I was on the team. And I... <laughs> And I'm challenging you guys to come down out of the bleachers, man. Come down out of the bleachers and get in the game with us. I promise we won't tell you to get your tail back in the bleachers. We will serve you. uh, And we'll let you serve us and serve God and uh, serve in our church. But numerical numerical growth demands a, a broadening of the leadership base and a broadening of the volunteer base. Now watch this. If your volunteer base is this wide and your church begins to grow in number, 
then what will happen is the church will become like this. You ever had a, a cup or a glass that was real narrow at the bottom and real wide at the top? You were always afraid it was going to fall over. And that's how a church is. If we don't have more people volunteering in ministry and getting involved with us in ministry, which is God's plan, it's right there in the Bible, if we don't have more leadership coming in, then we keep it narrow. And, and that makes our church unstable. And that's why a lot of churches grow big, but then they kind of fall apart. Because, you know, maybe there's a leader there who doesn't want to share the responsibility. He wants control. I'm telling you, I'm not that kind of leader. I need all the help I can get. So we need your gifts. We need you to come in, time, talent, treasure, and share with us here. Now, Pastor Jimmy is on my far right. We love Pastor Jimmy. Pastor Jimmy is always sweating because he's always working hard. He's the hardest working man in Whitley Church. He's like James Brown. And uh, he's the hardest working man in Whitley Church, and we love him. Hey! And, um, and Pastor, Pastor Jimmy's over two areas of ministry, children and outreach. I want him to talk about both of those. And just Now, in your worship program, you've got a little sheet in there, so you can let us know if you're interested in signing up for a ministry. Really, if you look at that insert right now, you're really just asking for a little bit more information. You're not committing to anything if you check one of those and turn it in today. And also that dinner with the staff thing, it's on the other side, and you can sign up for that too. But get that out. Get it in front of you. And if God speaks to you while we're talking or you feel an inclination, just check the areas you want more information, and we'll call you in the next two or three weeks. We'll be calling and, and talking with you about the area that you check and how you might get involved. And let me stop talking, Pastor Jimmy, talk to us about outreaching children. Well, he said it was like James Brown. There's only one small thing. He's dead, you know. <laughs> but listen, we've got an exciting children's ministry here at Whitley. Man, it's exploding. The kids are just all over the place. They're learning about Jesus. They're, uh, they're just running back and forth. I caught one of them in the hallway while they go. The door was open, and whoo, he went out like that. And I grabbed him up. He said, oh, man, I was glad somebody was in the hallway, and we put him back in. <laughs> But, uh, but kid, children's ministries, uh, the, the kids' church ministries, the preschool ministries, the nursery, it's all, man, it's just exploding. It's something else when you can teach a kid and you can look in their eyes and you know that they've got it. They understand the gospel. It's an important thing. We have dedicated teachers. And, and if you really, really want to get blessed, come work with us. Come serve with us. Come, come share your life with a child. Because every time you do that, you're putting some of you inside that child. And let me tell you something. And when they grow up, you can say, Lord, you, you did a good thing. Thank you, Lord. So we encourage you to be with us in children's ministries and sign up. And then we'll put you to work and we'll, you'll have the greatest time of your life. Have the greatest time of your life. And outreach ministries, Whitley Church is all about outreach ministries. I believe that's the heartbeat. of. I know it's the heartbeat of Pastor Farrell and the staff. It's the heartbeat of God. And Whitley Church does an excellent job of outreach ministries. Y'all do. It's not one person, it's all of us. And this year, we've got some great, great, uh, uh, great pro, uh, plans in store. Our first program coming up is one of the most powerful, our Easter drama. And uh, listen, last year, 2,500 to 3,000 people showed up at our Easter drama. Over 200 conversions. 250 people in our, in our cast. Now, in the cast, we can use actors, stage crews, setup crew. Costume design people. So like Pastor said earlier, you don't have to be out front. You can be in the back. We, we had it Thursday through Sunday, and we still had to turn away cars. And people wanted to come. When, when, when God is in something, people come to it. 
So we encourage you to sign up for our Easter drama and be a part of it. It is, listen, you'll bless, you'll, you'll bless your heart when you see somebody's life changed. There's a lot of families in this church right now because they gave their heart during the Easter drama. We encourage you to be with us. Also, we're... We're strong in outreach in our prison ministry at Fountain Correctional in Rocky Mount. It's a tremendous avenue for the ladies to come minister to the ladies. God has opened up a very powerful door here in Wayne County, Wayne Correctional Prison. We will be going into that. And we've got some other programs. Last year we did um, Special Olympics celebration. This year we're going to celebrate the American Red Cross. And we're going to help uh, do a special celebration in town on that. Feeding the Homeless. Uh, uh, Wayne and Lisa Powell have led the way with feeding the homeless uh, once or twice a month here in town. There's a great opportunity to that. But one of the ones I wanted to mention is one of the most ones I'm excited about the most. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the opportunity to go on base at Seymour Johnson Air Force Base to do a crusade, not a crusade, to do a family celebration. And that's the way we're presenting it, is a, is a family celebration. And we're going in there with our stage, with our bands, with food, and we need workers, we need helpers. And... Um, the, the cool thing is that July the 9th, 2009 through July the 9th, 2010 is the U United States Air Force Family Appreciation Year. Isn't that interesting how God has planned all that? So we need you to be with us. We, we, the dates will be coming up, and it's just an exciting time. When the, uh, when the uh, uh, colonel asked me, when they uh, emailed me, they were talking about it, they said, uh, they asked me how much it's going to cost us. Nothing. What's it going to, how many of our people are you going to need? None. We're, we're just going to do our thing and, and enjoy and bless you people uh, because you do a great job for us. So there's a great opportunity in outreach ministry. Uh, you can share your time and share your, um, share your gifts with those outside these walls. Absolutely. All right. Uh, one of the, there's a couple of areas that I primarily work in. Uh, one is, uh, through hospitality and the first response team. Many of you have gotten phone calls, cards, emails from the church when you have uh, come and attended on a Sunday morning, and it is a great opportunity for you to serve. If it was a blessing for you to receive that, uh, what greater blessing than to give that back? You know, that's the greatest way that you can say thank you. So if you'd like to get involved in that, you can see me at the close of the service. I'd be happy to talk to you. You can email me. The other area is connect groups. That's a big area that we work in. Um, you know, when there were 350 people here, Pastor, the way we uh, did pastoral care looked a lot different. Um, it, you, you do it a lot different when there's 1,187 people. Uh, in a congregation. And so what we've done is we've tried to grow smaller, getting you involved, getting you connected in small groups so that pastoral care can take place through those small groups. We have groups that visit the hospital uh, when they have group members that are sick and uh, during death, they'll, they'll go and uh, death of, an, of a family member, they'll go and minister to that family, bring them food, all that kind of stuff. It's a great opportunity just to respond to God out of the gratitude of your heart for what he's done for you. Um, so I encourage you, get involved in connect groups and small groups. But one of the areas of greatest need that we have there is in leadership. we got a lot of people interested, but we need some host home providers and we need leaders of those groups. And so if you've been in a group for a while, ask God. 
if it's time for you to step out and maybe, maybe take the helm of a small group yourself. I strongly encourage you to do that. There's a lot of other things that I'm involved in. Please contact me through the web. Uh, you can go to our website and uh, email me. I'd be happy to talk to you about any ministry opportunity you are interested in being involved in. Pastor Andy, uh, I've been here at the church for, um, for 20 years. This coming June will be 20 years. Pastor, you've been with me how many? For 14. For 14 of those 20. And uh, just such a blessing. He and Kirsten. Kirsten is a partner in ministry with Pastor Andy and their children involved in our church. Uh, Miss Jean is such a great asset to uh, Pastor Jimmy. Um, when I was talking to him about him coming on staff, I wasn't going to do it. And then I found out he's married to Jean, so I said, all right. And so uh, we, just, <laughs> we just love Pastor Jimmy and Miss Jean. They just do such an awesome job. Um, I'm going to ask Catherine if she will to come on up here while Betty's speaking. Betty Grantham uh, I came to Whitley in 1990. I think Betty and Mitchell and their family came about 1992, something like that. Uh, Betty has just revolutionized our music here at Whitley Church. Her son, Jared, is our student ministries pastor, and he's the one who stands here playing the guitar and leads you on most Sunday mornings. That is Betty's son, so gifted, so talented. Mitchell is uh, such a great help to us back in the media booth, just such a blessing, and he also is very musically talented. Uh, their daughter, I saw her, she was on the praise team this morning, she's in the choir. This family has just impacted our church in an amazing, amazing way, and we love them so much. Betty was our music director for many years, but then we realized, as we learned, that it's more than music. It's really the arts, and the arts belong to God. They don't belong to the world. They belong to God, and many of you might not be gifted in music, but you're gifted in some other area of creativity, and this is the lady to see. She wants to talk to you just a little bit about how you might get involved. Creative arts involves drama, music, media, as well as the visual arts. And you see the band up on stage every Sunday. You see the praise team and the choir. And we'd love to have you involved in those groups. Um, but they don't, we don't only do the Sunday morning events. We also plan things such as Sunday Night Live, which is coming up January 31st, and also the Valentine's Dinner Show, which is February 12th. Um, let me just tell you, though, the... The people here, we're very honored to have some really gifted people working on the creative arts team, but it's not a performance-driven group. This is a ministry-driven group. Um, the choir was invited to a competition, and many of them have a problem with the word competition because we're not all about performance and competing. We're about ministry. And as the church has grown, um, we've seen some challenges. We've gone from one service here at Whitley to two at Whitley and two at the bridge, and eventually services out Swear, and it's put a strain on those who have served for a long time, and we need people to serve with us. So if that's your area of giftedness, I invite you to fill out a form that's in your worship program and come and see me. I'd love to meet you. Amen. Thank you so much, Betty. If you'll pass that down to uh, Matt, and Matt, if you'll time out and hold me right there, I'm going to come over here to our newest full-time staff member coming on. Coming on this week. I figure if I can get enough people on staff, I won't have to do anything. I'm almost there. Some of y'all really think that's true, don't you? It is. Okay. Um, Catherine is our um, 
administrative assistant, and um, I tell, I've told everybody so far, I'll tell you guys, that means whatever we tell you to do. Uh, and we just love her. She has the passion. She has the heart. She owns whatever ministry you ask her to serve in. She takes ownership of that ministry, and it becomes part of who she is. She's done that for so long. We've watched her volunteer for so many years. We just knew that, that uh, uh, Catherine was the next um, obvious staff member. Everybody agreed with that. She comes on Monday, tomorrow, actually yes. today. So we yes. love you. Talk to us about what you do and... Um, well, for those of you who don't know, what I'm most involved in um, is hospitality. Hospitality is really easy for me to explain to you. God personally moved each person who's here to get up and show up at this campus. And our belief is he did that because he trusts us to love you the way he would if he was here in the flesh. Mm. Everybody likes to say, I represent Jesus. And what I ask is you slow down and break that up. What that really means is I represent Jesus in the flesh to each person who walks in these doors. So we take you from the street to the seat in hospitality ministry, um, from the parking lot, to the ushers, to our Connect Center, to our coffee shop, our guest guides showing new visitors around. Every aspect, our guest welcome center, every aspect of what we do is made to remove any distractions so that when you get in here, you can focus. And if you have a heart to love people the way God loves them, then I'd encourage you to check hospitality We'd really love to talk to you about it. You're going to get to know Catherine more and more, and uh, we just love her and appreciate her uh, so very much. Uh, on my far left is Mr. Matt Bartlett of the Matt Bartlett Band, and uh, we, uh, we appreciate him so much. He's such a great, great blessing to our church, and we were so thrilled to bring Matt on. He's so gifted, so talented. Uh, Jared isn't here today. I asked Matt if he would come up on stage and kind of represent Jared and talk about our, our student ministry and, and music a little bit. Yeah, I'll talk about uh, teens first. Um, we are excited about Encounter Student Ministries here at Whitley Church. And every Sunday night, we have a service from 6 to 8. We have uh, awesome food. Miss Catherine helps with our hospitality there. And uh, also, we have uh, great worship, a great message, and it's a, it's a great time. It really is. So we want to invite, if you're 13 through early college, love to have you from 6 to 8 on Sunday nights. Also, we're going to be going to small groups on Wednesdays. That's coming up probably here in a few weeks in January. That's when it's starting. And uh, it's just a breakout session that we'll just talk about some issues that are relating at the school or at the home or whatever may come up. So we'd love to have you come out on Wednesday as well. And also, we are going to hopefully have two new bands this year. We, we, want, we want to. We really want to do that. And if you are gifted in uh, playing an instrument, whether it's bass, guitar, keyboards, whatever, please come talk to me. Also, if you're gifted as a vocalist, please come talk to me. We'd love to have you um, up here and help us lead worship. 
And also, you just have to have a heart of worship. That's really what it's all about. It's all about bringing people into the kingdom and showing Jesus to this world. So that's all I have to say about absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for that. And I hope you caught that, what Matt said. Um, we were, we're, we've done some experimental things as it relates to student ministry and teens. And we are going to be kicking back up on Wednesday night. So you teenagers, take note of that. We'll be doing small groups small groups with teens on Wednesday nights. I'm very, very excited about that. And uh, Matt said, if you're gifted and vocal, let us know. Actually, you come, we'll determine if you're gifted and vocal or not. And I'll let you know. All right. All right. God bless you, man. Um, Let's see, Jim. Jim, where you at, bro? Jim Gilligan's coming up. Jim's our, um, Jim is our uh, administrator, uh, executive administrator. And I introduced him last night. I said, uh, when Jesus was feeding the 5,000, he had five loaves of bread and two fish. And he said, I'm going to feed these 5,000 men plus women and children. I said, Jim is that guy who came up and said, hey, Jesus, I just ran the numbers on that and it can't be done. But uh, we love Jim. He is a, uh, Jim is, uh, uh, listen, uh, to have an effective staff and to have an effective leadership team in a church, you need two kinds of thinkers. You need creative thinkers and you need concrete thinkers. Because creative thinkers will bankrupt the church. They will. You can't just have creative people. We'll bankrupt the church. You got to have creative, you got to have concrete thinkers who go, man, that's awesome, Pastor. I'm with you. I'm with the view. There's, there's nobody with Pastor's vision more than this man right here. But he comes and he goes, Pastor, here's the resources we have. Here's what we can do. And, I, and we work together, and I go, great, man. If that's what we can do right now, maybe that'll lead to the ultimate. And we've seen that happen so many times where we had to maybe accept something a little different, a little less than the ultimate dream. But by doing that and seeking God, we saw the dream ultimately come true later on down the road. He is an awesome man of God. I love him. And uh, Jim Gilligan wants to share with you from his heart just a little bit. Yeah, and I told Pastor the other night at the bridge that when they fed all them people, they had some more left over. So that was real cool. We kind of got a return on our investment. And that's what we're all about is a little return. Uh, if you enjoyed coming in this morning and having the heat on, I'm the guy that helps pay the bill or see the bill gets paid so we can enjoy the heat. Um, my job is actually to, to keep him and the rest of the staff from being um, – uh, CEOs and people that worry about if the van's got gas in it for the youth groups and whether we got our insurance up to date and uh, I help negotiate the leases and stuff like that. My primary job is working in the day-to-day operations of the church. Uh, I do believe we have our office manager, Jamie Cooper's in the back. Jamie, give us a wave yeah, here. Yeah, Jamie. Thank Woo! you, Jamie, for all you do. And I believe uh, Joey Lancaster's back in the corner over there, Joey. our facility director. He's part of the administrative staff here at the church. Um, I work closely. I believe I saw many of our deacons here. If you guys will give a wave, I work with the deacon board, yeah. some in the back and around here up front, Sydney and, and uh, Jamie in the back. Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell in the booth. Yeah, we have our deacons. And, and I just work with the deacon board and, and the pastor, and I get with them, and we find out what direction the pastor's wanting us to go. Uh, God wants us to go. Pastor, he leads us in that from what he's uh, spent some time along with God. And, and my job is just to see that it happens on the day-to-day things. Uh, some of the office, uh, we've probably got hundreds of volunteers in here that um, 
come in to ladies, they help us stuff bulletins, they answer the phones, all that's volunteer. So if you'd like to get involved in the office staff or we've got guys that come out. Uh, Jason Porter was here earlier doing some plumbing work. We've got painters. Mark Wells back there in the back. Man, God bless you, Mark. Mark helped us with the bridge, doing all the electrical work. Saved Mark? Us. Mar- yeah, Mark. yeah, Mark. Thousands of dollars. Stand up. Well, Mark, you ain't got to stand up. You're a big man standing down. <laughs> but Mark does an awesome job. Guys, give him a big hand. Really? Man, he worked six weeks. Six weeks at the bridge and just thousands of dollars. Jason Britt, man, God bless him. He was here earlier with his whole family, all 30 of them. And, and um, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's at home listening to this. Oh, man. But either way, it's just a blast working with all the volunteers. And, and, and guys, we just got an awesome church here. God's just richly blessed us. When the economy's in a decline, all we've experienced is just faithfulness from God. As you guys, the sermon series pastor did, Offering Fit for a King. Man, there's testimonies where, where people just gave, and God just outgave them, you know. So that's what we're all about here. Money's not everything, but it's like oxygen. You just got to have a little bit of it to make life happen. And that's what we're all about here. So if you, you, know, if you want to step up and work in the office or just anything around here, uh, give me a call. Give Jamie a call or Joey, and uh, we're just glad to be here. Yeah, man, absolutely. I tell you, uh, one of the greatest things we ever did was bring uh, Jim on as an executive administrator. And uh, <clears throat> Here comes the technology guy. Yeah, He's yeah. got this on, big Dustin. vortex, you know, it sucks up a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, you know, when you buy a computer for these media guys, six weeks, they're like, man, that's out of date. So, um, so we call, we call uh, media the vortex. And, uh, and, and Dustin says it's that, it's that place in the back that nobody looks until something goes wrong. You know, and that is so true in a lot of ways. Dustin, we love you. Dustin came on back in the summer, and we were so in need of a media guy just kind of coming in and getting us all organized and going that we didn't even introduce him to you guys, really. We just put him to work. And so meet Dustin, everybody. Meet Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin Gurley. Talk to us, bro. I know we've been talking about volunteers today, and um, I know a lot of times when you guys think about volunteering for media, you think about nothing but, like, the nerdiest kids possible. And, um, I mean, that is true to an aspect. I mean, I guess we're all nerdy a little bit. But you don't have to be a super nerdy computer nerd to uh, – I know I use nerd a lot, but uh, you don't have to be a, a super nerdy computer guy to run projection lyrics if um, – I tell every, people every day, if you can do Facebook or MySpace, you can push slides for the services. And um, it is kind of a selfless job. Um, it's like being a lineman in football. You never know what's going on until the quarterback gets sacked. And that's these people up here working. And so, um, and he was right about that. But uh, we have an awesome team. There's a lot of our sound guys here today. And um, it's really cool to know that uh, I can be up here on stage and everything still work fine. And we're still doing our webcast live right now. We're recording DVD right now live to know all that's going all the time. And um, we had some kids go to, um, we had three or four of our primary volunteers that left to go to um, Passion. Passion this weekend. And I called uh, Justin and Anthony, and they stepped up like nothing. Like it was just because they're so selfless, and it's awesome to have that. And, um, and also we have, like I said, it's not that hard. You can, you can do it. We have two first-time volunteers today running camera back there. If everybody turn around and wave to them. Um, they are literally, it's their very first time ever running camera today. So they're getting everything going, and hopefully they're framing me good in this shot right now. Hope so. Maybe lose a couple pounds in it. So, <laughs> um, But I want to tell you guys, so one thing is um, we're actually doing the webcast, and I think it's getting a lot more respect. And 
it's done a lot better than we've actually hoped it has. We, we assumed that there might be five, maybe ten people who would watch it um, week to week, but we have about 50 people watching right now That's that up. are at home that are um, watching it live. And, um, <laughs> and anyway, but so what I want to tell you guys is we're not just reaching like Goldsboro, Wayne County, and maybe Raleigh in occasion. We're reaching people all over the world. And um, I actually printed off, we have an analytics package that we have on our website. And um, so I can tell you guys actually the top 15 countries that people are coming to. So I was going to read those to you real quick. Um, we have people that are watching our webcast. This is just from today, or this isn't from today. The, some of them are from today. But we have, um, on the webcast over the past three weeks, we've had people from obviously the United States, but United Kingdom, Canada, Colombia, Hong Kong, Qatar, Costa Rica, South Korea, Brazil, Afghanistan, Nigeria, Latvia, Philippines, Japan, and India. Those are our top 15 countries. Not who've... France. Not France. <laughs> But it's, it's just really cool to see, because there's so many military people who have said, yeah, I've been, I was in Goldsboro, and I loved Whitley, and, um, and we're over in the Middle East, and we, even though we're on a 12-hour or 13 hours ahead of you guys, we're, we're up at midnight watching you guys, or 10, 11 o'clock at night, and we're able to have church with you guys, and people week after week are saying we, you're, awesome. you're, we're touching you guys and that kind of stuff. So if you guys want to be a part of that, like I said, you don't have to be a pocket protector uh, kind of nerdy kid with the glasses and the bifocals and all that hey, stuff. You right can just be here. a normal cool kid and, uh, or an adult or whatever. We have people all over the place come. So we'd love to have you guys. And if, um, if you do want to get involved, just come and ask me. or uh, Check the sheet. Yeah, or check the sheet and, um, and give it to me or one of the media guys back there, and we'll take care of you, okay? Thank you, guys. God bless you guys. Uh, thank you so much, Dustin. Um, I want to talk, uh, talk just a little bit about some things we're committed to because I, I want you to know um, that we have some very um, strong core values. One of them is the multi-site strategy. Guys, we are one church, but we feel a call from God to have multiple locations. We already have a church in Goldsboro that meets on Thursday nights at 7 and Saturday nights at 6. I'm the teacher there as well. We had a great service last night. Matt led us in worship. It was great. We had uh, uh, a big crowd last night. We had the same kind of thing. The staff came up and we talked to them. The bridge is growing. We're averaging over 200 people in that church. And uh, we feel a call from God to plant a church in Smithfield. And so we are going to be doing that. We believe that uh, things will be well on the way a year from now. I think we're going to know probably who our leader in that church is going to be, where the church is going to be, at least those things. It could already be planted. I really don't know what God has in mind, but I really sense in my heart that in the next year we're going to really see that church plant begin to take shape and form. Some things have been happening, happening in the last few weeks to open doors for us there. And so we are planning on planting uh, the Bridge Smithfield campus um, uh, it within the next year or next year and a few months. So we're committed to that. To those of you who maybe go to the bridge but you didn't go there this week, you decided to come to Whitley, maybe you had something going on. That's a wonderful thing about the bridge if you're going. Now, if you can't be here on Sunday, you can go out to the bridge Thursday or Saturday, hear the same message you would have heard if you'd come here on Sunday. A lot of people are doing that when they have weekend trips and that kind of thing. Uh, but let me say to the bridge family and to, to the people there, we're committed to you. We're committed to the bridge. We're committed to the future of the bridge. The bridge is not going away. 
The bridge is not going away. When we first planted it, we told them it is an experimental thing. We're going to see how it goes. Well, we have heard from the Lord. We know now that the bridge is a church. It will always be a church. And um, we just want you to know we're fully committed, sold out to that. And when we plant that church in Smithfield, we will be fully sold out to that project as well. Um, We're all about discipleship, and we're all about men leading that discipleship in their home. And guys, if you say, I don't want to hear that message anymore, you're probably going to want to find another church because we're going to remind you guys all the time that God's called you to lead. Um, We had some visitors here the other week. I don't mind. I don't think they mind me saying this. And they interpreted my message that women can't lead. That is so not true. Listen, let me tell you something. If it wasn't for the women, we'd, we'd have to shut this place down. We got women in very, well, you see women up here on this stage. We have uh, women on our staff. Um, we have women who lead ministries in this church. And uh, I don't want you to misunderstand me on that deal. But we know from the scripture that God has called the men to serve as Jesus served and be that bridegroom to the bride the way Jesus is the bridegroom to his bride, the church. And so that's what that teaching is all about. Uh, One of the greatest things you can do to help us out is just own the vision. Own it. Don't, don't, Don't say you guys. Say us. Stop saying, when you talk to me about the church, stop saying, hey, Pastor, uh, you guys at Whitley, and here's what you guys need to do. Start saying, here's what we need to do. Let's get in this thing. Let's be family. Let's work together. Let's build a great, great church. I think God's just gotten started here at Whitley myself. I think he's just begun. And so um, be a part of it. Um, I will tell you this. Uh, and the staff is up here going, oh, help us, Jesus. But we are looking at a third service here on this campus. I don't know when that will happen, but we are already maxed out, guys. 80% capacity in a, in a congregation. It, that church will stop moving forward. It will stop growing. Can I say to you, we're there. We're there. We're 80% full on Sunday morning. So we've got to start a third service. Don't know what that's going to look like or how that's going to get scheduled in. We're all praying about that. We've tried to put it off, and every staff meeting, Dustin goes, what about that third service? What about that third service? And he's right, because we don't want to lose momentum, and we don't want to lose what God's trying to do in our church. So don't come to me today and say, how are y'all going to do that? I don't know how we're going to do it. We're on our face before God. We're asking you to get on your face before God with us, and let's make sure we reach everybody. God intended this church to reach. Okay, let me just give you some some things real quickly, and then I'm done. Some things I want to see God do this year that that I believe God's put in my heart. Uh, I've already mentioned the church in Smithfield, so um, I think that's going to happen this year. We're going to see some real um, um, uh, advances in that area. I want us to be about other churches. Guys, the day we take on an attitude that we're the only ones and we're doing it right and everybody else and we don't have time for to help other churches and other pastors I'm telling you we're sunk that that's the day we're not like Jesus anymore and so we want to pour into the lives of other pastors pour into the lives of other churches uh, Scott and Sherry are up here they're going to be uh, getting a ministry going called intentionally yours guys will you stand up and wave at everybody one more time These guys are leading a new ministry in our church. If you're struggling in your marriage, if you're battling in your marriage, they're going to be the people to see. Now, that doesn't mean the staff won't help you, but we have a ministry now devoted to 
keeping marriages healthy, keeping marriages strong. They've got a beautiful vision, a beautiful plan. Talk to them if you're struggling. You know, a lot of times people go, I don't want to talk to the guy who, you know, I'm going to come see pastor on Thursday. He's going to get up and preach on Sunday. I want to talk to somebody who's not going to be up preaching the very next Sunday. You know, I, want, I don't want the pastor to know all my stuff and what's going on in my life. That's why we have other people. We have another ministry that's going to be starting this year called uh, Healing Hearts. And that's John and Marty are right over here, I think, somewhere. Are you guys? Where's John and Marty? Were they in the early service? Is John and Marty here? Where are they? Early service. Early service. Oh, man, I should have mentioned them in the early service. They're really nice-looking people. I wish y'all could have seen them. Um, but John and Marty Rye are going to... Uh, uh, help us get a counseling ministry going. And the, we have people in our church who are very good at it. Some of them are very highly trained and skilled, and this is what they do in their career. Uh, and so the counseling load at a church this size, you can imagine, is huge. And so there are people who are better at that than me. They're better at that than some of us up here on this stage. I know they're better than those two back there. And so... so, <laughs> so uh, Man, those guys back there have done tremendous counseling for me. I love picking on them, but I love them. Uh, but we need some help. And so maybe you're one of those people who would say, man, I'd be interested in that counseling ministry, that counseling team. I think I'd be good at that. Again, uh, we'll hook you up with Marty. They're go you have to go through some training and, and things, uh, but uh, that's one of the new ministries. Another new ministry is Robin Moran. I don't know if Robin's here anywhere. Is Robin here anywhere? Um, anyway, um, if anybody sees her, point and yell. But Robin and Pat are awesome people, and they are, they are going to head up a ministry to Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. Uh, because we have couples that are, that are stationed here, and, and they are assigned to Seymour Johnson Air Force Base, and they've got two or three kids, and all of a sudden the husband is deployed. And that woman is left here with those children and no family. She doesn't know anybody. And, and we want to be that family. And I know the base and the people on the base, they do what they can in that area. And they do some great things. But they need a church. They need a loving church. And let me tell you something. We don't care whether they come to church here or not. We hope they do. We welcome them to come. But they might go to some tiny little church because that's where they feel more comfortable. We still want to minister to them. We still want to help them. We don't minister to people so we can put another notch on our belt. We don't minister to people so we can... So we can just have bigger numbers to write down in the record books. We want to be Jesus. Do you, do you guys see that heart up here? This staff, I'm telling you, man, they want to be Jesus. We know the numbers will take care of themselves. Jesus said, if I'm lifted up, I'll draw the people in. Don't worry about the, the numbers. Worry about lifting me up. So, so we'll be doing that. Um, let me go through this real quick. I want to see 300 people come to Christ this year. Who's with me out there? Let's see 300 people come to Jesus this year. Um, we're going to help other churches. I want 100 people who do not currently volunteer to rise up and volunteer. I want to see 100 new volunteers. I don't mean this year. I mean before Easter. Come on, guys. we got to have you right now. So we need 100 new volunteers before Easter. I want 50 households who are not currently tithing. I want God to move on your hearts and get you tithing so he can bless you the way he wants to, giving to missions. I want to see 30 people who have a home that has a den in it big enough to have a small group to call up and say, Pastor, I offer my home as a small group facility, a small group gathering place. Now, if you're the, if you're the homeowner, that doesn't mean you have to be the group leader. 
It, you can just provide the home and we'll, we'll find a group leader and put a group leader in. Now, if you happen to be a group leader and have a home that is conducive to a small group, we'll work with that as well. We just didn't want you to think that if you offer your home for a small group, that that means you have to lead the group. It doesn't mean that. So see Pastor Andy about that. Um, I want to see 150 teenagers on fire for Jesus Christ. Amen. This year, this year. And, and Pastor Jared wants that, and Matt wants that, and the whole leadership team of Encounter Student Ministries wants that. And uh, Pastor Jared has taken a group of leaders and, and teens to passion. Y'all ever heard of that? Uh, Louis Giglio and uh, Matt Redmond, some of these great bands that are, that are there. And so he's exposing them to that, and he'll be back uh, on Tuesday. I want the uh, consumer mentality. I want us to get rid of consumer mentality. And here's what that says. What have you done for me lately? We got to get rid of that, guys. We got to get rid of that. You say, well, what about me and what about my needs? You know what? You will reap what you sow. So come in and say, like John F. Kennedy taught us, and I was living back then, he said, ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. So I say this, ask not what your church can do for you, although we want to do for you, I think I've made that clear, but let the first question be, how can I bless? How can I be a blessing? Um, You know, the Bible says one day Jesus is going to say, Either depart from me, I never knew you, or well done. What kind of servant? Faithful. Faithful servant. So we're asking you to rise up and be faithful. And let's get rid of that consumer mentality and let's be generous. Uh, The ninth thing I want to see is those two excellent worship bands Matt mentioned a while ago. So if you play an instrument, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Uh, The final thing, and, and this may be a surprise to you, But one of the biggest hindrances to ministry in a local church, and not just this one, but every local church, is Satan, and we believe in the devil here at Whitley Church. I mean, you know, we believe he's a decided fact, a destructive force, and a defeated foe. He's a defeated foe in the name of Jesus. But we know he schemes and plans. One of his major strategies is to divide homes so they can't do ministry. See, when a home is divided, the ministry level or the ministry power and effectiveness of of the people in that home drops dramatically. So I want men and women, including Farrell Hardison, Millie Hardison, to stop being selfish. Let's love each other. Let's get our homes together. I want you men to rise up and lead your home to health in Jesus Christ so we can do the ministry of reaching the lost people of this community and getting them saved before Jesus comes back. And the people said, that's our vision. That's our vision. Now, let me tell you what I've done. I've taken all my notes and put them on the website, on the blog. So you click on connect on the main page, go down to pastor's blog, and you're going to find all my notes that I've got in front of me. And believe me, I didn't cover them all. So go there and read the notes and pray and pray with your family. And, and pray about Whitley and include Whitley Church in your family prayers. And guys, let's unite Let's come together. Let's hook up as one in a way we never have before. And let's have an impact on this community that will make Satan flee from us. Amen, amen, amen. Father, thank you. Thank you for 
our church. Thank you for these good people who are here today. Thank you for the incredible, amazing, talented people you have placed in the body called Whitley Church. Thank you for the bridge in Goldsboro. Thank you for the bridge that's going to be in Smithfield. Thank you, God, for the incredible, amazing faith and vision you've put in our hearts. Now, God, we ask you, put your hand on us, empower us, anoint us to do what you have called us to do. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, happy.